Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. I hope everybody has had an unbelievable start to their week um, and are moving towards goals that they have set for themselves in every area of their lives. I hope that you started your day off with gratitude, with a high level of anticipation of the things that are going to transpire. Uh, positively as you move towards your goal before i get to talking to you about how to confront those things that may not appear to be positive those things that can cause trepidation and hesitation and lead to procrastination uh, let me remind you that there are a couple of things that i really want you to be aware of first and foremost uh i'm excited for those who don't know yet, I'm excited to announce that I am now in the process of writing my 25th book. This is a monumental pro project. It's been uh, underway for years. I've been doing the research while writing, researching and writing all the other books. Uh, this book is going to be focused on the history of the progressive or lack thereof moved of uh, the black community to develop uh, what we know as or consider to be generational wealth and what has played a role in prohibiting or inhibiting that uh, both uh, exogenously and endogenously. Uh, we are going to examine everything from uh, 1865 to present uh, not with the purpose of complaining, not with the purpose of pointing fingers and whining, but for the purpose of understanding what we're working against so that we can develop strategies that actually uh, produce results. I'm about taking action. I'm about solutions. So anytime I talk about a problem, it's darn well going to be followed with a solution. I'm excited about this book. First and foremost, it's book number 25. And, you know, I don't ever want to be so into something that I don't take time to appreciate what has happened. 25 books by any uh, standard is something to be a, be proud of, something to celebrate, something to appreciate. And it sets the standard for what happens in the next 25 years. And so I'm excited about what I've done to this point, but I'm not done. And this 25th book is a represent, representation of that. And what I've done with this book that I haven't done before is I am allowing the people who have been a part of, whether you've purchased a book in the past, whether you've been a client, whether you have been someone that I have counseled, consulted, uh, created therapeutic uh, programs for, whether you're someone who listens to me on one of my YouTube channels, on one of my other social media platforms, whatever it is. If you uh, have enjoyed my work, if you appreciate my work, here's a chance to participate in the next project through a sponsorship program. Now, this sponsorship program is a program that allows you to sponsor space in the book that will allow you to commemorate, memorialize, or celebrate someone that means a great deal to you 
from your parents, grandparents, children, teachers, mentors, whoever means something to you. And no matter what your sponsorship is, I have not placed any limitations on what someone can sponsor. Uh, you sponsor 50 cents, your name's going in the book and who you memorialize in your, your sentences and paragraphs is going to be submitted and published in the book. If you, um, if you sponsor twenty five dollars, you will get your you'll get your memorialization in the book published and you will also get a copy of the book. If you sponsor one hundred or more, you will receive the book. You will also get a page, a uh, dedicated page, which means that your memorialization will be on its own page. And if you sponsor uh, five hundred dollars, you'll get all of the other uh, things we just mentioned, but you'll also get to submit a picture of the person or people you're memorializing. If it's your parents, a picture of your parents, your grandparents, whatever. Um, and this is my way of bringing you in, allowing you to be a part of it, and also aiding me in certain ways. But um, the information is in the description box. Click it, go in, make, be a, become a part of that. Also, uh, don't forget about the 30-day holistic transformation. Um, if you're looking to make a change in your life, uh, if you know there's something better out there and you're not sure where to get started or how to get started, the 30 day holistic transformation is something that you want to participate in. I get a joy out of doing it. I get to work with people I probably wouldn't normally get to work with. And it is awesome having that kind of intensity because you are putting together something to develop positive habits that lead to great results and you're doing it in a 30-day period and so you get to see things happen right before your eyes and so i'm excited about that so take take uh uh advantage of that as well and some other resources in there so check it out but definitely i want you to be a part of this 25th book project i want you to be able to celebrate somebody you care about at whatever level you want to like i said the person who Sponsors a dollar will get their name in the book and who they want to celebrate and own up to, you know, different levels. But that's what's going on with that. So let's move on. Hello to everybody that's checked in. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm going to talk to you this morning about fear. Um, when I talk to people, when they come to me and they want to work with me and their biggest issue is procrastination. Procrastination is almost always associated with some form of fear, fear of failure, fear of what other people will think, fear of the unknown, uh, fear that they won't be good enough. And so they consistently retreat to their corner of comfort where they know the results, even though the results aren't what they want. It's so many people living with results that they're unhappy with because they refuse to confront the fear that's standing in front of them. Now, before I talk about confronting the fear, I want to talk about the necessity of fear. Uh, some people see fear as a negative thing. You know, no one wants to admit that they're afraid. There's a negative connotation with saying I'm afraid because everybody talks about courage and everybody wants to be courageous. But let me explain something to you first and foremost. C courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the impetus to move despite of it. 
where there's no fear, there's no requirement of courage. There has to be fear before that can even be the presentation of courage. Fear is going to be present. Let me explain something to you. For the people who are sitting still, stuck, static in a place where you know you're not happy, in a job you're not happy with, in a career you're not happy with, and let's be honest, in relationships you're not happy with because at least in your mind, I know what I'm getting. If I go every day, I know what I'm going to get every day. I'm not satisfied with the results, but I don't want to go out there in a place where I don't know what the outcome is. If I leave this job and I go to another job, I might lose that job. I might, my boss might not be willing to be patient with me in this area. You know, I have the kids and I have to do that with the kids on certain days. I have this situation. My health may be this way and I need somebody to understand. So my job understands this, but I'm not and, 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 and let me be clear here. I'm not even talking about happiness here. I'm talking about the fulfillment of one's true self-existence and the awareness of themselves at an internal spiritual level. I'm not talking about the things you pursue to make you happy. I'm talking about the things you pursue to be fulfilled. And if you don't do that, there's going to be an emptiness inside of you, a void inside of you that is constantly grinding away at you and you can't explain it no matter what you do you can't get rid of it you can't find that place see happiness is a place that you determine what's inside it's it's it, it's it's up to you nobody can bring you happiness you got to get that yourself and you can find happiness in some unbelievable place but fulfillment can only be fulfilled and found in the fulfillment or actualization and, and, and outworking of your purpose. And if you're not where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do, there's going to be a lack of fulfillment. There's going to be a frustration. That's going to be a level, a level of angst about what you're doing. But see, the thing is, most people think when the right thing is there, the fear will leave. When the right opportunity appears, the fear will leave. When, 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 when I'm supposed to move, the fear, the fear is never going to leave. I think Will Smith probably said it best, and you've heard me quote this a bunch of times, that God placed everything worth having on the other side of fear. The fear is not going to leave because that's the place you need to go. Matter of fact, the fear may be greatest when it's time to move. The fear is a part of the test. You are supposed to be fearful of things you can't predict. Because the outcome is uncertain. That should be a level of fear from moving from something you know to something you shouldn't know. I'm not going to be that person that's going to tell you what are you afraid of? Why are you? No, that should be a love. Fear is there for a reason. But let me explain something to you. That should all the fear you're experiencing because you're moving out of one place into something different that actually has the potential to allow you to be uh in your in your purpose and fulfilling your destiny that's going to be a level of fear because there's a level of uncertainty it's taking a risk moving from what you know to which but here's the thing that most people don't consider and this is why they stay in that corner of comfort the fear you have because of the uncertainty and the risk you're taking should never be greater than the fear you have of never growing the fear you have of never living in the fulfillment of your purpose, the fear you have for not actualizing your potential, the fear you have for not living life at the level of your design, the fear you have for sitting up and living an entire life and not stepping into your purpose. As I've shared before, Dr. Miles Monroe said, 
the, the cemetery, the graveyard is the wealthiest place in the world. Why? Because books were buried as a part of the potential of a person who never acted upon them. Businesses were buried as a part of unactualized potential of people who lived an entire life and didn't start that business. Relationships never developed, inventions never created. Investments never made. And you can find it all at the cemetery. Why? Because these particular things were uh, distinctly given to a specific purpose. There are certain things that are inside of you that no one else can do. And if you don't reach back inside of you and grab it and move forward in it, it'll never get done. The world will find a way to move along without it, but that will never get done. Why? Because it was specifically given to you. Your specific and unique design as an individual was directly associated with the purpose that either you are fulfilling are not fulfilling. So that fear of not being what you were designed to be should be greater than the fear of the risk that you got to take to get there. You've got to understand that you can stay in that company. Now, here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. You can stay at that job that you hate. Deal with people you've got to literally sit in your car and get yourself geared up to deal with every day. And still one day, they can walk in and say, we no longer need you. Let me tell you something. There's so many things that I've been blessed to do because there's nothing I look at and think I can't do. So I'll jump out on some things and end up in places that I never thought as business opportunities because it wasn't along the line of my purpose. And that's something you also got to say. Sometimes your business opportunities won't be directly associated with your purpose. It will simply be a very expedient way to invest and make revenue, which is a resource. Well, I'm not, not going to go the long story. The short story is I ended up being an international relocation uh, specialist. And what I did is I worked with um, Fortune 500 companies to expatriate their high level executives um all over a ballot pop in indonesia jakarta indonesia sydney australia perth australia london uh gone down the line uh uh malaysia uh just a bunch of different places and i mean everything from making sure that household goods were packed and, and pre predominantly stored but they had an air shipment of essentials they that they would get almost immediately when they're over there then they had a sea shipment which were going either a 20 or 40 or 45 foot sea container that will be shipped over with their household goods and the things that they were going to put in their home. I handled everything from their uh, documentation. They needed their visas. If they didn't have passports, help them get their passports, uh, handled the destination services of whatever they were going to need to get settled in uh, where they were. And then I handled the uh, repatriation. I, expat I, I uh, expatriated them, meaning I took them out of their company of citizenry and sent them to another place. I arranged uh, cross-cultural training for those uh, places that they were going, like India and some other places where there are some extreme cultural differences that could get you in some trouble, Singapore and some other places. And I'm saying I'll say this. Enron, I am actually the person who repatriated 
Enron execs after the collapse of the company. I'm the person who was given their uh, severance packages and made responsible for bringing them back to the United States. And there's one case that sticks out to me like crazy. Uh, everybody was like, you know, shook. You know, some people had better spirits about it than others, but everybody was shook because nobody saw it coming. Uh, they did a number on their employees as much as they did a number on the rest of the world who was investing heavily in that company. But there was one lady who went over with her boss. She was his personal assistant and she had been with the company her whole career and she had uh rearranged her 401k and she was heavily invested in the stock of the company uh, in a way that i don't care how well a company is doing you shouldn't do but she did it and she had uh bet everything she had on retiring on the nest egg created by those investments and she came home several years from retirement broke without employment and a very very dark now that was safe for her that was what she thought was safe that's what she thought was safe and so what am i trying to get at there's always a risk no matter what you do, you might as well be taking a risk pursuing that thing that will leave a legacy and an imprint that reminds the world that you were not only here, but you made your presence felt. You might as well stand up and say, I'm going to look out and see what's on the other side of fear. Because what I fear more than failure is inadequacy. What I fear more than failure is inaptitude. What I fear more than failure is living a life beneath my design. What I fear, my thing is, I don't have a problem with what anyone does in life if they are fulfilled in doing it. I don't judge anybody by what they do. I simply work with people based off of what internally their heart is telling them. Deep down inside in your spirit and your soul, what are you knowing about yourself that you haven't yet satisfied? If you're satisfied where you're at, live your life. Who am I to tell you what you should be satisfied? But if you're discontent, if you can't find fulfillment, you're going to have to look on the other side of fear. You're going to have to be willing to step out there and look beyond what you are seeing in front of you, because that's where greatness happens on the other side of fear and pain. I'm telling you, you're not going to circumvent pain anyway. You're not going to you're going to lose people you love. You you're going to have setbacks in life you didn't create for yourself. There are going to be things in this life that you simply cannot get around. I tell people all the time, a lesson that I've learned, someone taught me a long time ago, pain is inevitable. <laughs> but suffering, that's a choice. See, pain is going to happen no matter what you do. You can't make enough money to escape pain. You can't move far enough away to escape pain. But 
Suffering is a suffering is when you start to identify with negative circumstances at a level that you begin to be immersed in it and you become locked into it and it literally starts to define you. That's suffering. That's choosing to remain where you're at instead of demanding of yourself the actions necessary to move out of it. You've got to take a step, whatever that step is. You've got to sit up and apply for a different position. You've got to sit up and start doing the research on starting your own company. You've got to sit up and do the research of writing that first book. You've got to sit up and do the research of what it means to pursue this invention that's been in your mind. You've got to sit up and, and ask yourself, what does this ultimate relationship that I desire look like? What does it require of me? And what should I be looking for in the other person? And that that's not just in romantic relationships. That's in business relationships. That's in friendships. That's in parent. You need to know what's required of you and where you need to be in order to be the best person you can be in order to be able to pour into relationships. Far too often in relationships, we go in looking for what we're going to get instead of what we're bringing to the table. It's a grab. Everybody's grabbing. Nobody's planting. Everybody's grabbing, but nobody's planting. You're uprooting, but you're not replenishing. You, you, you're harvesting stuff, and in many instances, stuff you, you have not sown, and you wonder why it has no longevity, because you haven't planted on the other side of fear. On the other side of fear is where you've got to go get this thing. On the other side of pain is where you've got to go get this thing. I wish you the best, but you've got to make some choices and it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be without challenge. This is not, this is not about a life of ease. It's about a life of reward. And if you want something rewarding, you've got to be willing to go out and get it despite of. I heard uh, Jordan Peterson say that life is an experience of tragedy and malevolence, but the human spirit is designed and capable of thriving in such conditions. That's what it's about, thriving in adverse condition. Adversity is the soil in which, adversity is the fertile soil in which faith is planted and cultivated. You can't execute faith if there's no adversity. You can't grow your faith if there's no adversity. Life isn't about experiencing ease. Life is about experiencing victory. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to get off of here. There's a lot I still have to do today, but I, I wanted to drop in and get that to you. Uh, I know you guys didn't see me yesterday or the day before, the day before that. I've spent uh, the past few days with my wife celebrating her 50th. Uh, and if you've read my wife's book, you know that just getting to 50 was an endeavor in and of itself. And that's why I'm so proud and um, to be her husband is because, you know, she's proof of what's on the other side of 
pain and fear. She reconciles the deepest ideas I have about life because I see it in her. And so that's what we did. We took the time to spend that with one another. And so I'm just now getting back and getting the week started as far as business is concerned. But I'm on a, I'm on a move. I've got somewhere to go. And again, I would love to have all of you guys sponsor a space in that book so you can memorialize somebody that has touched your life. Um, like I said, it doesn't matter what the amount is. Just do it. Uh, also, if you're looking to make a change in your life and you don't know where to start, go down and enroll in that 30-day holistic transformation program. So you work with yours truly over the next four weeks and let's make something happen. On that note, I'm, I'm getting out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day. As I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I challenge you to do the same thing. I'm out.